Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 6th of January. It is US Employment Report Friday, when a group of people with English literature and journalism degrees will make a lot of noise about numbers people with economics degrees know to be wrong. To be fair, English literature may not be such a bad background for assessing the data as the picture of the US labour market is a very much Dickensian, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times situation. Depending on what statistic you read, jobs have been created with reckless abandon, or jobs are not being created at all on a net basis. The number of job openings is extremely high, but the level of real wages remains extremely low. The expectation is that the data will show a slowdown in the pace of net new job creation, but the numbers do need to be treated with caution, quite clearly. Markets will also obsess over average hourly earnings data. No matter what the English literature majors write about in the media, average hourly earnings do not, and never have, represented wages. They are distorted by composition effects. Note that although members of the House of Representatives have not taken office, they are being paid for this week. One thing that is relatively clear from the global labour market data is that the pandemic has created a structural break in global labour markets. The level of churn, the number of people moving from one employer to another, has clearly increased. For instance, while the job openings data continues to be high relative to the level of unemployment, job openings are not especially high relative to the level of job hiring. In other words, those openings are being filled. This suggests that there is a lot of movement in the labour market rather than that employers are completely unable to find workers. Employers are more likely to complain because the churn in the labour market means that they have to go through the more onerous process of hiring outside of the firm rather than inside the firm. In the glittering wonder that is the euro, the Dutch consumer price inflation numbers rounded out a week of falling consumer price inflation rates. The euro area aggregate consumer price inflation data will, of course, reflect all of this when it comes out later today. German November retail sales were weaker than expected, but were, of course, revised up the previous month because this is German data. However, the factory orders data were weaker than expected and, astonishingly, the previous month's data was not revised up. This is not completely unprecedented, but it's extremely unusual for the Germans not to revise up past growth-related data. This may reflect the global trend of consumers to buy less in the way of goods at the moment. It's an interesting question as to whether demand for goods will trend revert or, as is perhaps increasingly plausible, whether it will dip below normal. US durable goods orders are due later today. We also have a lot of central bankers speaking today, including ECB Chief Economist Lane, the American Economic Association are actually meeting in New Orleans today. And of course, a wild party like a gathering of the American Economic Association 
is always going to attract a fun-loving crowd of ECB and Fed policymakers. Markets are not really listening too clearly to what central bankers are saying these days. Central bankers are inclined to be perhaps excessively hawkish because they don't want markets to start rallying strongly and potentially offsetting some of the effects of policy tightening. So the rhetoric today is unlikely to change too much. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.